0: Say hi to Steve Vines. How are you? Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I tell you what I want to do. I want to jump straight in with an email that's been right. frothing in my a inbox. Frothing email yes. from Pete Lee who says um, so. Anne Chang of the DAB thinks that Disneyland is a public facility like libraries, swimming pools, tennis courts, and even RTHK. There's got to be a Mickey Mouse gag in there. Uh, Given £5.5 then, after all, local children have nowhere else to go, she says, where do they get these legislators from? Thanks, Pete. Good question.
1: Uh, Shall we... we better reel back a bit. This is about the extra. This isn't the whole money. This is just the extra. In fact, it's £5.4 that that um, Disney was bunged uh, by LegCo earlier in the week. Um, The story about this is... um, Here is the theme park. That can't make money. Oh, why can't it make? Oh, that's right, because people don't go there. Uh, but anyway, other than that, it's all working absolutely spiffingly. So the Disney people came along to Hong Kong government and said, Well, I tell you what, we're losing lots of well Could you actually, bend over, please? Actually, you're losing lots of money because yeah. we have an agreement with you under which whatever happens, we're still making lots of money. I kid you not, that is the agreement. And they said, But I, I tell you what, Tell you what, <laughs> the only way like to that. make it make it work is we're going to put all these new attractions in, Marvel Man, um, you know, um, Public Money Man, and and what have you, and people can sort of throw stones at officials. Instead, that may be an idea. That that, that, we really that, come up with that, the that, the real that, Hong Kong really, theme park. Yeah, that would be that, a that might work. And uh, oh, and by the way, you're paying for it. Yeah. And they said, oh, we're going to have tough negotiations. We are going to be very, very tough with you. How much do you want? <laughs> and they said, well, I'll tell you what, you give us five, we'll put in five, and we'll call it, you know, we, we won't quibble. Yeah. So that's what they did. Greg so said to the legislators, he says, we have pushed very hard Take in negotiations. It we'll leave. Yep. Those are his direct words. This is Greg... Um, Pushing. ...food, food truck uh, failure, no. um, et cetera, et cetera, ran. Um, and he said, you know, um, the whole point about this is we, 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 we go, this will turn it around. And then he produced, because he has a lovely sense of humour. That's what I like about... Just as long as he visuals. didn't produce his guitar, we're OK. Uh, it wasn't that bad, but he has a lovely sense of humour. Do you remember when Disney was uh, first, um, when the original cockamamie deal was, was uh, negotiated? They came up with all these figures, you know, X million Dollars will flow into the SAR, tourists will come from every pore in the orifice, etc., etc. Now, yet again, he's doing it again. He's saying, you know, once we've got this new, these new attractions, I'm not even going to quote the figures because they're complete and utter horlicks. Mm. But they run into billions, of course. You know, billions of these dollars will come in, X hundred, thousands, possibly millions of tourists will come in. The one thing you know about this is it's complete and utter Nonsense. It's been nonsense from the beginning. More nonsense. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and it's still nonsense now. But, you know, it's okay because we're paying for it. We, the, the suckers, aka taxpayers. And the fact is that there was a bum deal mm. to begin with. And a lot of legislators, not Ann Jiang because she, she can't read and write, but a lot of legislators, even on the government side, said, you know what, if they're asking for more money, this would be a pretty good time to say to them, well, what about the deal that allows you to earn money from the park in great quantity mm. through management threes, through royalties, through etc., even when it's not making a cent? That could be a great Bargain. moment... And uh, I suppose Greg Zoe and his, his crack team of negotiators went in and said, oh, um, excuse me, um, you know, well, um, it's about the money. Um, well, you know, there are people are saying, I'll tell you what, just take the money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, who'd have thought all those years ago that here we are in the 2000s and this has almost become a currency or a, it, it's, it's, a, it's a thing.
1: It's a bargaining thing. Theme parks? Well, I mean, the, 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 the only thing you can, the only thing you can say about the idiots who brought the deal to Hong Kong in the first place <laughs> whose name uh, who's, whose, sure. whose name we shall not mention because there may be young children listening. The only thing you can say about them is perhaps they didn't realize how many theme parks would grow. In China, everybody talks about the Shanghai Disneyland. Is that what them is making them? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. Twitch it's, now. The fact of the matter is that it, it it's become like so many other things in Hong Kong, entirely reliant on mainland tourists. But there are theme parks. It's not just Shanghai. Every major conurbation in China now has some sort of theme park. Wanda is building theme parks like there's no tomorrow. Bigger. In fact, than the Disney ones. So you know, if your average Chinese punter wants to go to a theme park, then go around the corner. They well, don't have to come here. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. your average Hong Konger is going to be going. See ya. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> Hong Kong. It's true. Hong Kong people do come here, as An Chang says. They use it just like a swimming pool. Oh God. Or a library. <laughs> or a library. Or RTHK. Yeah. Or RTHK. Well, no. Can I just say RTHK is very much loved and heavily used. Great. Can I have the money for saying Cue that? Up, please. <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously, as we say in radio, seriously, I like um, item. the fact of the matter is that this, th- what they're doing is they've got a bum project and they're going, tell you what, let's just pour more money into it. And who knows? Maybe now, it will work. I read quite a lot about this
0: on some of the online news sites and stuff. Now, people are saying this is despicable. There are blokes still sleeping on the streets in Mong to cut a long story very short. Is that a fair thing to say or not? I hope it is a fair thing to say. It is a
1: fair thing to say in the sense that there is is an infinite size of the public purse. And the, the job of an administration, the job of a government, is to determine how that money should be distributed. So if you are forever... Pouring money, pouring billions and billions of dollars into these bum projects. You know, cruise terminal with Why no we... cruise ships, yeah, 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 Disney yeah. Park with no punters, um, bridges of, bridges form, to nowhere. Isn't it? Isn't it? You know, I mean, this is serious, serious money. And then they're going, well, you know, well, yes, a third of the elderly people in Hong Kong may be living below the poverty line. But, you know, they, they should really be looking after themselves.
0: It's things like this that really bring... This home, isn't it? I mean, the bridge thing, that's going to probably put the Disney effect into the the
1: shade. Well, I mean, uh, uh, the only thing... I I keep trying to think of nice things to say, you know, but the only nice thing you can say about the bridge is nobody's ever even claimed that's going to make any money. I mean, Disney was supposed to make money. The bridge, it's just a wish yeah, and a hope they, and a prayer. How there's are going to no, do that? There's no economic justification for it ever produced That any other than saying, oh, well, you know, it connects Hong Kong with uh, East Guangdong and East Guangdong is next to West Guangdong. Therefore, West Guangdong must be near East Guangdong. It's the Greater Bay Area, <coughs> I'll have you know. The Greater Bay Area.
0: All I'm part sorry. of the One Belt, One Road. Whatever. Um, yes, the Greater Bay Area. Well, I'm very excited. Greater Bay Area? Where? Are you as excited as I am by the Greater Bay Area? Well, I am, and I, I discovered this new title last week when I think he made it up.
1: Yes. The, no, 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 no. The Greater Bay Area is in a national plan. So, hey... Eat that why, for your eat that we, for your why, lunch. Why do we need hubs and areas and conurbations? Because such was the success of the pearl, the Greater Pearl River, Greater Pearl River, Delta. Pearl River Delta area. That zone, I think, that was that. that that's come and gone. So we now got the Greater Bay Area. The only really good thing <coughs> about the Greater Bay Area, and and I commend it for this, if for nothing else, is it seems to fully occupy CY Lung's time. I mean, he's there as we speak. Is he? In fact, yes, yes, he is. He's, 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 he's talking. He's talking to to the Shenzhen municipality today about the Greater Bay Area. Greater Bay Area. And the rumor that he's going one to spend bay, a road. whole day in Hong Kong. I think I, I have come here specifically for the purpose of quashing that. I don't think the chief executive ah. of Hong Kong will be spending a whole day in Hong Kong because the Greater Bay is taking up his time. So remember, he had he had his his. 30 best mates, or whoever they were. The idea that CY Long has 30 best mates, I know, I know people are going to say, yeah, best you're exaggerating. Yeah. But anyway, his 30 best mates, in inverted commas, went, went off on a little tripet last week. So successful was that tripet that they're going to do two more Tripettes well, Fair play, if you've got it, So if it. you've got it, flaunt it, exactly. And, but CY himself goes up and down, up and down, talk to this one, talk to that one, and they all come back going, Greater Bay, Greater pay." Greater Bay. One belt one road. One belt one road. Act now. Act now yes. yes. Join hands. Join hands to make a greater bay. <laughs> yeah. Greater uh, I mean and of course we know what the reality of this is. Oh, that's right. There'll be a new one soon. I don't know what it's going to be called. I'm not I'm what, not Mystic Meg. Call? I can't <laughs> predict. But I mean, there's been so many of these. They keep rebranding so the same thing. What is it? And anyway, so I was trying to find out what the Greater Bay Area was. Good and, boy. And, and and I spoke to um a chap, yeah, who in fact went on the visit to, 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 to the people's paradise, and he said, "Ah, oh, well, it will connect east, east, east Guangdong with west Guangdong because West Do you mean Gwandong, it already does, they're already well, connected, they're the next to each west, other. West can um, be connected because it's the same province, Ah, oh, but there'll be bridges. Well, those bridges and are already being built, well, they're already being built, you know, it's, it's like. It, So what what will be new? Well, it's great opportunities for Hong Kong business. You know, they can go and get property in Guangdong. They're doing that already.
0: (laughs) If you want to live there,
1: you'll see it. Well, um, you know, that great thinker and philosopher and and gent, uh, the financial sector has already suggested that people should be retiring there, perhaps in the bay itself. Donald Jung (laughs) tried (laughs) to. Donald Jung made a vain attempt, and we know where that got him. So, yeah, that was very sad. Um, So you actually try and tie these people down you know i love the slogan greater bay um you've you've nicked it from san francisco but never mind never mind we don't expect the original we'll we'll, we'll, what could you call it we'll we'll go with with derivative because derivative is what you do best but can somebody just tell me what is going to happen in the greater bay that isn't happening now Hong with, Kong. with the stress on the grey, well, or er, or uh, er, yeah. uh, maybe the stress is on the er. Uh, um, you know what is going to happen now that you can't do? You can you can freely trade with Guangdong. Uh, we can do <laughs> Don't that. Don't tell me they're going to open you, a trade. You, you can take a bridge to nowhere. Well, yeah. they're already building that. You can um, act as a, a hub. Well, now. everybody is acting as a hub. I mean, you know, I'm I'm you know I'm a hub myself. <laughs> A total I hupped, hub i have it all the way here <laughs> hub 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 yeah <laughs> so you know i mean it's it, as i say the great advantage is it keeps CI off the premises which is which is good i mean he does d- do no harm as well, we always say in, has been, in um, yeah been in a, google, a google right yeah
0: um what's this whole obsession with branding and daft names i know
1: well uh, and they're
0: I've, gonna have a mascot
1: called bobo next
0: why not? Well, why know. not?
1: But branding, I mean... It, it, well, I mean, branding works if there's something behind the brand. You know, why, why has Apple got a successful brand? Oh, that's right, because they make rather good products. Well, if you like that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, but, you know, brand is only as good as what's behind it. They seem to think that the brand <laughs> is the end thing. It doesn't matter what's behind it. Good morning to Alan. <laughs>
0: Alan, we we might have to ban you because you're just too logical here. He says, Phil, if the Greater Bay Area is East Guangdong plus West Guangdong, isn't that just Guangdong?
1: Where does does Alan come from?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back after the news if you want to get in touch. Morning Brew at rthk.hk. three, and it's Steve Vine's time again. We we so need the cure, don't we? We need the cure,
1: absolutely. Um, Shall we talk about, because it's sort of looming there as a dark shadow... 50th anniversary of the of the um, Maoist riots in Hong Kong, which, incidentally, I notice aren't called the Maoist riots, but that's what they were. It was the overspill in Hong Kong from the Cultural Revolution, you know, when ghastly and terrible things were happening across the border. And the local communists... Oh, I keep forgetting, we don't have a communist party here, except for the fact that we do, decided that it would be a great idea to... Um, stimulate that sort of activity in Hong Kong. Mm. I mean, there's many things that are interesting about this historically, but I suppose if you look at it from the perspective of 50, 50 years, which is indeed where we are, 50 years from when it happened, what is so interesting is that the people who shout loudest and, and, and squeak loudest about violence on the streets belong to the party, the only party in Hong Kong that has actually caused... Deaths, real rioting. I mean, real rioting. I mean, these, This was, this was, um, rampaging down the streets. This was radio announcers being murdered in their cars. This was intimidation of an extraordinary degree mm. that went on in 1967. And they're going, you know, we, this is unprecedented. What's happening with the Occupy movement in Hong Kong? That would be Elsie Leung who said that the other day. Um, you know, we've never seen the like. Well, she's a member of the Communist Party. we heavily denied, but she's a member of the Communist Party. She knows perfectly well it's not unprecedented. And indeed, the scale of protests <laughs> today are, are, thank goodness, nothing like as violent and as ghastly as they were in 67. But the point is, yeah. you know, that, that there is a link between these two. I mean, the the... The the common perception now is it was a few students and hotheads and hardline communists who who took to the streets in fact I think that the the truth which of course the colonial authorities wouldn't accept and the current mob don't accept is that, that a lot of the support for the protests came from ordinary people in Hong Kong who were very dissatisfied I mean Hong Kong was a poor place in 1967 there was a lot of poverty, there was a lot of feeling of grievance against the arrogance of the colonial administration there was a lot of feeling that the that that the people were, were you know just being pushed around so you know it wasn't it wasn't all i was going to say black and white maybe we should say red and white but whatever it there was a genuine widespread popular movement i don't think the average hong konger Supported the level of violence that it morphed into. Mm. But, you know, I mean, they were being egged on like nobody's business from what was then, you know, now we have the liaison office that controls all the puppets. But in those days, everything was done through the new China News Agency in Happy Valley through Xinhua. And, you know, they had people in there who were under orders from the lunatics across the border who were causing mayhem and death to you know, to spread, sp- spread spread the trouble. I was going to say you know, spread the joy, but mm. actually it was spread the trouble. So I mean, these were hairy, hairy times, and of course the current administration finds it almost impossible to come to terms with it because they can't think of a story that 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 does anything other than causes problems for them. So it's all you know, it's a matter of history. We don't talk about it anymore. Oh oh yes, there are a few hot heads. Um, can we talk about the weather? Yeah,
0: that's another... I mean, it's interesting that that conversation is, is, is in the same sentence as Hong Kong. You know, talk about Tiananmen Square and stuff. Yeah. And on this day, nothing happened here. But this is really in our backyard. This
1: was in our backyard. And, I mean, you you, you can always argue, and, you know, if you're going to be so stupid as to argue it, carry on. But you can always argue, oh, well, things were worse on the mainland. Of course things were worse on the mainland. It was It was, you know, officially sanctioned mayhem. You know, people... I I know people who grew up in the mainland at this time. You know, kids didn't go to school in any formal sense because they were just sitting around waving red books at their teachers and denouncing them. Hmm. You know, people were literally dragged into the streets for fun. People forget how much... That the the, the, the the this kind of m- collective madness releases the inner psychopath in a large section of the population.
0: Do you really think people in Hong Kong of whatever age want to forget this?
1: It's not exactly well, a I proud badge of merit. It's is it? not a proud badge of magic. I think there 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 are people in Hong Kong who say, "Look, it is part of our history." Well, it is. That's uh, a fact. You uh, can, and you <laughs> can't, you know, you can't skirt around it. It was a, it was a very <coughs> important part of our history. And it's interesting what what is now being said, but but of course we whisper it quietly because it's sort of um, it sort of reflects well on the, the dreaded imperialists. But what is now being said that it was thanks to Mary, Mary McLehose, who introduced, in the wake of the riots, the big public housing programs, the other reforms that that finally put it to bed. And I think, in a sense this is right because the underlying cause of the rioting and of the discontent was this massive poverty was this this fact that you know literally hundreds of thousands of people were living in squatter huts etc etc so the administration at the time took the view that if you take away the underlying causes of discontent mm. or even if you don't take them away entirely you are seen to be doing something and i think this was the the genius of maclehose he says look We've got to be seen to be doing something. Now, you fast forward to 2017. No problem is too small to be ignored. No fundamental grievance is too small or too big to be ignored. You know, every time there is fundamental unhappiness, as there is, say, with the education system, the government simply says... And the stuff we were talking about before the news. Well, indeed, you know, all these ridiculous spending programs of no benefit to the people of hong kong you know the government simply says well we're in charge we know what's best mm. could you just shut up i mean the whole the whole sort of dialogue the the, the the mindset of the bureaucrats who run this place is we really do know so much better than you do about how to." i do love it when they go people shouldn't Yes. X, X, X. And they must understand. People shouldn't think this. Oh, OK, then, right. Right, that's fine, then. We'll not think Done. it. Yeah. But people must understand. They keep saying how difficult this is. Well, <coughs> of course running a government is difficult. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Even Donald Trump's found that out in the White House. Yes. He said, oh, my God, I didn't know this was going to be so difficult. That's well, you know, hey, that's where it, that's where we are. Yeah, But, I mean thank goodness we don't have rioting on the streets but we do have a creeping level of violence in protest and the the answer to that is not simply to put as many people as you can find in jail that won't do it that certainly won't do it that certainly wasn't what calmed people down in hong kong in the mm. wake of the 67 riots although in fact a large number of people were indeed sent to jail mm. you have to do other stuff as well mm. But we've got a one-trick monkey in this government, which is put people in jail and tell them to shut up.
0: Yeah, and so where we started this conversation just now, listening to what you've just said, comparisons with Occupy, it's like an afternoon at Chuck E. Cheese. Comparing. It
1: really is. It really is. I mean, you know, the, 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 the biggest sort of offence they could find was, oh, somebody threw a water bottle. Ooh. Ooh you know, I mean, OK, I I'm not justifying that, but... It's very very small fry. Come on.
0: Mm. You know. It's what you, make, you know the first world problems mentality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we found out the other day that Regina Ip says she's ready to join the next executive council. Well, I'm ready to have my own small South Pacific island, but that's not going to happen.
1: No, I think she will actually. I I mean uh, she, what what she says and she, I love Regina. I mean, she's so disingenuous. She says, "Well, of course, this isn't my decision. I've got to speak to my party and see if they... And it's up to CE, uh, of course. Well, no, she claims she's had an invitation <laughs> Oh yeah, from Carrie. She says she's had an invitation. So she says, oh, I have to speak to my party. Well, the whole point about Regina's party is it's there to support Regina. So she goes along, she says, it's entirely up to you. Oi, you in the corner, did <laughs> I see you putting... If you're putting your hand up to say no, you may leave the room now. Yeah. So, of course, it wasn't up to her party, it's up to her. But, I mean, it's interesting that... <coughs> She ran... Uh, obviously unsuccessful campaign, but it was a rigged election, so you can't really criticise her for that, uh, in which, you know, she made clear that, that, that Carrie Lam didn't have the leadership skills required to do the job. She didn't have the vision to do the job, and she kept pointing out, you know, she was junior to me in the civil service. So, did she? You know. Oh, yes, she did make that point more than once. Oh, dear. And now... Those now, in glass now, houses. I, I was going to say, now, now, you know, the lure of the power is back. Oh, you can sit next go, and she go, oh, well, yeah, when are I said, couldn't do the job. I didn't mean the well, job, Minister. per se. Yeah. Um, are you sure I can have a seat at the top to Yes, you can have a seat at the top to Well, don't you worry. I'll, I'll shut up then. Of course she won't, because Regina is... I mean, she's a shrewd operator. You've got to give her that. She 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 sits half in and half out. So when she was member of CY Lung's. Um, Exco she was the only member of Exco who openly criticised him as a sort of loyal opposition she will be doing the same for Carrie so let's see how that works out it's going to be interesting times it will be interesting times. I mean, we know now, uh, like we didn't know before, that, that she will have the usual weasel lineup for her, her ex-go. <coughs> that her desperate attempt to find new faces to join the administration as policy secretaries isn't going to be very successful. It will mainly be composed of bureaucrats and ex-bureaucrats. The usual, the what, usual suspects. <laughs> I mean, you know, we heard today that Eric Chan, you know, the head of the, the former head of the immigration department, is going to be head of her office. Well, you know, he's an ex-bureaucrat. Is he called Eric Chan? I think he is. Uh, yeah. Something, something like that. Something like that. that. Something like that. It's Mr Chan, anyway. So
0: here we are, May. Now, th- this, is, this is, call me a cynic, but here we are going up to the 20th anniversary of the handover. Um, how... Sorry, the glorious reunification, way the the yeah, I, I yeah, like yeah, to yeah, call yeah. it. I'm just, it's just going to be curious here how we are going to manage to say as little about the Brits as possible well, and that's... yet still celebrate this glorious reunification.
1: Well, that is... I mean, you're, you're talking about the ghastly century and a half of colonial oppression, um, you know, which preceded the glorious reunification. Well, yes, I'm interested how that is going to be dealt with. I mean, what, what in fact, is going to be said about all of this? The, way, the main thing that, that, that China always says when asked about this is it's none of Britain's business... But Britain says we couldn't give a hoot, to be be fair. Yeah, they don't say it in those words, but that's the the very clear signal. I wonder... And so I wonder how all of that's going to... My own view is that history, as you know, is something that the Chinese Communist Party is very interested in Mm. and very interested in the interpretation of. And their current interpretation of the history of Hong Kong Mm. is that there was a seamless transition from the ghastly days of colonial oppression into the new shining era. And... (coughs) We should only focus on the new shining era because the old era was so irrelevant. The Brits made so little contribution to Hong Kong during this this period. What have the Romans ever done for us? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, there's an interesting angle here.
0: I was talking to some guys from a fairly well-known young Hong Kong band. and I wanted to get them to do something that Radio 3 was going to do. Just chit-chat and basically the guy said uh, a gig I'm like yeah he said it's not a reunification gig is it I'm like no absolutely not i.e. he's saying I'm not doing all that shtick
1: propaganda I'll stuff I'll just do a gig yeah yeah
0: but it, and he said it's those very words. It's not a reunification type affair, is it? And you know what he meant. I wonder right. if that's going to be a big
1: problem. Well, I, I I mean, what is going to happen? You're going to have President Xi Jinping here. You're going to have all of the the usual suspects <sighs> wetting themselves with, with with supplication, sort of sitting there, practically on their knees, getting excited. <laughs> yeah, by yeah, 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 yeah. And then what's going to happen to, I hate to mention this, but the people, yeah. well, the, the, we know that the, 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 the elite will be busy clinking glasses and will be, you know, beaming away like nobody's business, but the great unwashed, is there going to be, which I suspect there will, a massive, massive demonstration of ordinary people. I think there will be. So, how are they going to deal with this? Because, of course. Well, they bought loads of new armoured cars, haven't they? They they are building, and and not to mention the the new longer range rubber bullets. I mean, that's all good. Mm. But other than that, how are they going to combine these two narratives? Well, everybody is entirely happy, absolutely over the moon. And, oh, there's hundreds of thousands of people on the streets protesting. Yeah. I think it's going to be a bit, of a, bit of a bit of a call.
0: I'm really interested, pure curiosity, to see how the government spins all of these big events that they're spending loads of cash on. Yeah. I wonder that the, what the kind of words they're going to use, because you have to mention that this was a British colony. There's no, no two ways no, about I don't, it. You, I, I wonder I, what I, we're going I, to be hearing. I, I
1: don't think that will... You don't be, think I so? I honestly think that will not be mentioned you know, in the in the same way. I mean, you look at how China... Because it's the handover
0: <laughs> well, from you, one you, thing you s- to another
1: thing. You may say that, but I mean, you it's know, not, all of these things... It's not the things, Big Bang, is it, Steve? Well, th- there's another... Uh, sorry to... S- it's not entirely changed, subject, but, but slightly changed. Subject. You know that in Hong Kong, in René's Mill, which is now t- completely flattened in Tiu in near in Jiang in Hong Kong, René's Mill used to be a big settlement. Oh, yeah. Of um, Guomindang people, uh, mainly consisting of ex guomindang soldiers who'd fought in the civil war against the communists, came to Hong Kong and lived in this rather large squatter camp. So there were Guomindang flags everywhere, blah, blah. In 1996, just before the handover, uh, by sheer coincidence, a year before the handover, it was pulled down. The whole squatter supplement was completely pulled down. Oh, a load it, them, it, it, well, loads of them were, weren't they? Well, eradicated. Yeah, yeah. Now, there, there's one remaining building, which is the old police station, which has been used as a monastery, and they've now decided to turn it into a, a heritage site, which mm-hmm. is an interesting development. Mm. So how are they going to tell that story? Are they going to mention that it used to be a Guomindang settlement? See, things like this are interesting. I, I'm, I'm very, very curious as to how that's going to be handled. Mm. Oh, well. So we'll see. So I think history will be, history will be in full revision mode on July the 1st.